Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, November 3rd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Before we begin discussing our scripture from the Gospel of John, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. God of mercy, grant that the word you speak this day may take root in our hearts and bear fruit to your honor and glory for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 35, and then 41 through 51. Listen for a word from God. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Then the Jews began to complain about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, do not complain among yourselves. Do not, no one can come to me unless drawn by the father who sent me. And I will raise that person on the last day. It is written in the prophets and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. The bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Brett, what does Jesus mean when he says, I am the bread of life? And what does that mean for us as people of faith today? Yeah, this is kind of, uh, you know, John is a very... All, the other gospels kind of are written in a very narrative format of like uh, we're moving towards something. And John really writes with the end in mind and peppers that in through the rest of the book. And so this is very much pointing to the sacrament of communion uh, that that Jesus is drawing upon, um, that that the communion communion that we take and that we participate in that draws us back to Jesus and Jesus points us to communion. And it's kind of this um, cycle, but what Jesus as the bread of life means, I think first and foremost is that, you know, what is bread talked about when it's talked about in scripture, bread is that which sustains us. Bread is that which gives us life. Bread is the metaphorical food for, um, for life. Uh, And so, what is Jesus? Jesus is the person, the God who gives us sustenance, who gives us life. Um, and when that bread is the bread of heaven, the bread of God, the father, the bread of life, uh, that that is something that is beyond just 
beyond just being alive and breathing, but it's something, there's a, a spiritual fullness to that as well as a physical fullness to it. Um, what do you think? So I think outside of communion, which is absolutely right, and we you know talk about this around our communion liturgy to be sure, but I think a couple of things. One is that I remember that these are part of what's called the I am sayings in John, mm-hmm. um, one of a few, and that's significant, right? Because in Exodus, God names God's self. Tell them that I am sent you. And so to say, I am the bread of life, both makes a claim about Jesus and makes a claim about Jesus as God. Mm -hmm. Um, And that idea of bread is the thing that everyone listening would have known that like, oh, that thing that like we have to have in order to live. Right. I mean, so when I hear it, I can't help but think of it in the context of like Elijah's situation, which is there are oftentimes in my life where something feels too hard. Um, where I'm at the end of my rope, where I'm thinking, I just want to die and not have to do this. I don't know what to do. And into that, I remember that I'm not left hungry or wanting, that I am left Jesus Christ, who can refresh and renew and give me sustenance. Um, so I think those are the things I really think of, um, when we get to this text. And I often try to remind myself that when I am in those places where I'm so very discouraged, it's because I have forgotten who's actually in charge, right? It's when I've drank my own Kool-Aid and I think that I'm the one who's in control of everything. I'm going to get real discouraged real quick. Um, and into that, when I can invite Christ into that place and believe in the sustenance that he gives, I do find myself refreshed for the road ahead. Um, so I think it's a great word of hope. Um, I can imagine how blasphemous it must have sounded. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's, that's my favorite. You know, sometimes we disassociate and we're able to just, you know, we know the end of the story. And so we don't, we don't think about what it was like for Jesus to prophesy for people that knew him. <laughs> I yeah. love that it's line. Joseph's kid. Wait a second. Isn't that Joseph's kid? I remember him. What's he saying? Yeah. Um, but I think also, you know, th- there were other symbols in that in that culture and in that day. And um, I think that, you know, Jesus could have said, you know, I'm the honey of, of life. You know, the, the sweet or honey or nectar, kind of these things of the gods uh, that we that we think of, or, or the people of the time would have thought of, uh, and and Jesus is this no is blue collar, this right? Is blue collar. This is this is <laughs> this is enough to get you through. Um, this is enough to sustain you. Uh, this isn't a a flash in the pan. This isn't something uh, that you know that is going to be sweet on the lips, but isn't going to fill your stomach. This is something uh, that is going to uh, be with you to get you through the day. Uh, And I think oftentimes, you know, well, I mean, just look at my eating habits. I would rather something sweet on the lips than, than what would sustain me for the day. Uh, And, and I think oftentimes uh, we go seeking of that in our wanting to be spiritually uh, or emotionally fulfilled. We're looking for those sweet things in the lips and we come away so hungry. 
Yeah. I, um, Brian has this friend who's like as Southern as they come. His name is Rick. <laughs> and Rick used to say, you know, the point of life is not to get too excited, too excited good or too excited bad. And I do think there's something about bread that is so common, so common, as common as God's love and grace, hmm. as common as renewal and refreshment. Um, and so I think sometimes, you know, I take food for granted a lot. You want to know what my biggest problem is? Deciding what to eat. <laughs> like that's the kind of privilege yeah. I have. It's kind of gross, but it is what it is. Um, and in the same way, sometimes I take Christ for granted and forget that he's actually the sustenance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like to think about this. I really like that idea of bread is it just it isn't fancy it's not fancy it's fancy uh and and it's and it's universal i mean it's 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 throughout the entire world well let us leave you with a quote from marty rubin who says the most important truths are those which sustain us in our daily lives Mm. thank you so much for joining us please come back again friday morning But now may you go out to love and to serve, to be well and to care for others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.